Oh, and I was gonna talk about the I'm not a cat video. <laughs> Man, that shit was, I was laughing at that so hard for a minute. <laughs> so part where he like comes and he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. That's great to hear, and I hope everybody who's listening to us this week is doing well also. Thank you for downloading podcast this week we really appreciate it make sure you rate review and subscribe to us on google podcasts spotify and on apple podcasts also hit us up on instagram at thread lads and on twitter at last thread also we love hearing from you any comments questions concerns anything feedback anything at all so email us listeners at threadlads.com um kevin we have a lot of ways we could go this week. You know, there's a lot of things going on. We got Valentine's Day here coming up. I mean, at the time that we released this, it's already been Valentine's Day. But I feel like a lot of yeah. people have shifted, you know, their Valentine's Day plans as they normally would do this year. But there's still some possibilities that you could do this year. I had some stuff I wanted to talk about more as it relates to just our social habits and our mating habits and how it relates to the the animal kingdom because you know we we think wow. that we do some weird stuff but you know we're n- we're not alone people don't have to feel super weird but we i can save that till later i i wanted to start off talking to you about this britney spears documentary that came out and i'm really upset because you said you're gonna watch it and i thought you started it and i thought you i started it, it but you didn't finish watching it and you didn't even yeah. get in more than 30 seconds i was hoping that you did because we rarely have a lot of TV crossover and stuff that we yeah. watch, actually. And um, but it, it was just like a really interesting documentary. I urge everybody to go watch the Britney Spears. It's not like a, a, an official documentary of Britney Spears. It's like the uh, the New York, yeah, Times the New York Times investigates. It's part of like a whole series of stuff. But it's, they had a bunch of good looking episodes on there. And Hulu, yeah, I think I saw one of the episodes that they had earlier. Um, and I forget which one that was about, but this Britney Spears one, it just got me, it got me enthralled just because, well, when we were growing up, I mean, Britney Spears was, it might've been the biggest pop star of our time when we were like, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, like uh, right around late nineties, early two thousands. I mean, she was it. She was the biggest thing. It was like boy bands and her. Like yeah. that, was, that was that. We, just kind of all kind of painted her like as just being another crazy starlet or whatever, went off the deep end, too much money and all this stuff. But like going into the story of her whole history, it is kind of crazy. A, it was like weirdly disgusting to see how people would talk about women just in the early 2000s. And then, like, just her development and her going out with, like, Justin Timberlake and all of that stuff. I mean, that was, like, the hot power couple there for yeah, yeah. for a little while. And then um, they they broke up, and Justin Timberlake immediately took control of that situation. Just came out being like, oh, Britney cheated on me. And, like, it was just 
said so much that I think we all just accepted that as fact. Like, even if you ask somebody now, it's like, oh, what happened to Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears? People would be like, oh, well, Britney Spears cheated on him. Well, that's not like really what all that, that's not what happened. Justin Timberlake just took control of the story. And Justin Timberlake does not come off good in this. And also because he, you know, he had he had a role in destroying the career of Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. Two women. He's just like skating by. He's like, yo, I, I didn't do anything. I, I'm innocent of anything. And just as all of these women get shit on as he just, you know, glides to popularity, which is kind of crazy. But like the way like some of the 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 news people like Diane, Diane Sawyer was interviewing her. Matt Lauer, of all people, were interviewing oh, Matt her. Lauer. And, yeah, he had just, that button going, dude. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to look back on it. And they're like really pissed off at her, saying that she's leading a bad example for little girls. The 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 governor of Maryland at the time, there's a um his wife is quoted in the piece as saying she wanted to shoot Britney Spears. And like just the, the the tabloid cult culture that cultivated around her it was it's insane it's insane and we all just like played into it and then made fun of her after she unraveled and like just got crazy and then we all just made fun of it. it's like insane to kind of like look back on that's what i remember dave Chappelle came out after he was making his like comeback tour he was doing the um what's the show with the old guy you know what i'm talking about james lipton that guy with the beard. yeah james lipton james lipton yeah, yeah. It, but he was he said he used Britney Spears as an example. He's like, that's what Hollywood does. It's like they make you they make people think that you're crazy. It's like that's like the number one tactic. It's like, how do you get rid of someone? It's like you don't start it's like you just make people believe that they're legitimately crazy. Because right. they did that to him too. Remember they did that? Yeah. To him? And that's yeah, and that that's like when tabloid culture was like at the peak where just like photos of her out in public would fetch like a million dollars. And stuff like yeah. that. So everywhere she goes, there's this paparazzi everywhere. And I feel like a lot of that has actually gone away kind of for good and worse with social media. Because it's just, it feed, like, people are just obsessed with stars' lives in a way that I never quite understood. Like, just personal lives and everything that they do. And I guess with social media, celebrities have a little bit more control over it. Now they're still trying to, you know create an image and project an image to everybody that they want the public to see, but at least they have a role in it. And it's not just tabloids trying to get pictures of you at your most inopportune time and then just saying like ridiculous lies and shit. That's why um, one of the, one of the actresses, she doesn't wear makeup. Cause it's like, yeah, they're always constantly trying to get you like, that's what's going to sell. They want to sell that picture of you. Like, you know, pumping your gas or whatever where you look like shit at the one angle or whatever did right. they talk about uh k-fed in the uh documentary yeah kevin federline's in it uh because i mean she has oh, two in kids it? with it well he's not actually in it oh okay. uh, but they talk about the whole time with them and well like and he actually like that whole thing doesn't even seem as bad like we all made fun of it at the time and I mean, said it how weird it was great. It didn't seem great, but like kind of from where she was kind of coming from, she didn't really have access to a lot. She'd been basic. I didn't realize how much of her dad was like a yeah. like Hollywood dad, just pretty yeah. shitty. Well, and think of, think about all those kids. Like to to even be a kid in those like Mickey Mouse clubs or something, you have to have like parents that are like pushing that shit. You know, it's like oh the, yeah. Uh, 
the dance moms and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like all those, right. those parents that, and you know, they just want to suck you dry afterwards too. I forget. I think it's the, one of the child actors rules. It's like, uh, I forget what ch- child actor is, but it's a law. Like they're only allowed to take a certain amount, except for, I guess, Brittany's dad. Cause I think he like controls their life or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, after it was after, I guess she had like, you know, shaved her head and attacked some paparazzi with the umbrella and that whole incident, which really was just like a mental breakdown. We would treat that whole thing differently now. We're, we're more just aware of mental health and shit like that instead of just making fun of her. And the paparazzi that they're interviewing who was like taking her picture at the time of that total piece of shit. I, I can't. Oh. Sure. I didn't think I could look down on them any more than I did, and then I saw him being interviewed about that whole thing, and it was just like crazy to be like, "Well, she was wanting it. She like wants those types of things," and <sighs> and she never said, "Leave us alone." And the interviewer is like, "Well, what about when these times that she said, leave me alone?'" And he's like, "Well, you know, we just thought it is for just leave her alone for right then, not leave her alone forever." It's just like the, it's oh insane. God. They just are such the shittiest people. Oh, no, yeah, real quick, the law I was talking about, it's called the Coogan Act, or Coogan Bill, and it's the California Child Actors Bill is a law applicable to child performers designed to safeguard a, por- safeguard a portion of their earnings for when they reach the age of majority to protect them from exploitation. Oh, oh I, like, she has, like, now her dad and, like, a lawyer have, like, a conservatorship over her, because basically, after a final mental breakdown, blah, 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 and she, like, went um to a mental like hospital and got treatment basically they they ruled to have like a conservatorship like over her money and her estate because she wasn't like mentally fit and now her dad's basically had total control over her money and like basically like everything and some fans think that she's being held hostage and sending secret messages on instagram yeah the secret message I knew about the secret message thing. Yeah, I didn't know about that. But I mean, she doesn't even want, she's like, there's this whole free Britney movement now. Like, people are like, let's get her out of this conservatorship. She doesn't need this anymore. But I mean, even her arguments are that it's not that she doesn't want a conservatorship anymore. She doesn't want her dad to be overseeing that anymore, which I think says something. And um, I think there might be more there they're like we don't know what we don't know is what uh one of the lawyers in there says uh all the time and like i don't know if she's really at the mental capacity like i don't know where she is mentally on anything but i definitely do think that she she had a crazy life and whatever mental breakdown she did have it was definitely contributed to by just the constant spotlight of fame and the 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 way people just prayed on every like detail and move that she made and then shit on her for like shit that like it it like the way women were shitting on her back then it would it was like oh so no one's ever done anything wrong in their life like women weren't being supportive of her at all which in a way like it's crazy to think about it was only like 10 years ago not even 10 years ago but women are just way more supportive of each other and like everybody's supportive of people especially like going through mental stuff like that but the way that people were just treating her like a piece of shit it's 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 wild
Wednesday. Are are you and the wife doing anything for Valentine's Day? I think I feel like it's it's a lot of stay at home uh, making dinners and and drinks for a lot of people for Valentine's Day this year. What are you up to? Um, if the weather continues to be nice, we're gonna take a walk around the Beltline in Atlanta, just like a twenty-two mile. Well, obviously, we're not gonna walk all twenty-two miles. That was like, damn, you're gonna do a damn near marathon walk. But the Beltline in Atlanta is really cool. It's like one of those spots. Um, they have like different sections of it that are cool, but it like it's, it goes around the city, and like they have like along the way, there's like breweries and restaurants and stuff. But I think uh-huh. it's supposed to rain this weekend, so I don't know if we're gonna be able to end up doing that or not. Beltline. So it's like a road, or is it just like a, a walking path? Yeah, it's like a walking, running trail. But like along the way, there's like tons of restaurants and like oh, or breweries that's and stuff like that. That sounds. Would depend, cool. I guess, depending on where you are on it. But yeah, we're in the cool section of it. The cool section, uh, obviously, that's where y'all have to be. Hopefully, it doesn't rain on y'all. But I mean, it's supposed it, to it, rain it, up here this week too. There's a 100 percent chance of rain tomorrow, so hopefully. Ooh, hopefully that that clears up before uh, Saturday or whatever. We just we just had another snow. Last night, it's supposed to snow all this weekend. But I think me and my girl, we might get away to the beach this weekend. Nice. Um, obviously, not to go in the water. Yeah. Um, Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, obviously, not going to get into the water or whatever. But, you know, get away from the hustle and bustle of the city life, you know. Just get out of get out of town. But it, it's supposed to rain down there all weekend. And it's snowing in Baltimore like all weekend. So I don't really, yeah, there's probably not going to be anything too crazy. Some nice meals are going to be yeah. had, though. Some nice drinks are going to be drank. Yeah, that's and, um, yeah. nice to just get away. I mean, Valentine's Day is just such a bullshit holiday, especially <laughs> coming so soon after Christmas. Like, it's I. It's a lot of pressure. Well, it's not even like a lot of pressure because I feel like all girls are like, oh, don't worry about Valentine's Day. Like so That's many girls are like that, but they all want a little something. They, they, they want they want some flowers. They want uh, a nice meal. They want a little something just, you know, to know that they're being thought of and stuff like that. So I get it. But it's like why? What, it, it, I have no idea the the real origins of the commercialized valentine's day that we know today i I remember what there was saint valentine when he was in jail and people wanted to know how he was doing or something so he would pass out letters out of his jail to like somebody who would take him to people and that's the 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 origins that i always remember growing up with uh learning about valentine's day i have no idea the validity to that if there's any truth in it at all if any of it it makes sense but like where it's gone now has nothing to do with that people are giving people give valentine's day to anybody now it's just like cards and candy to fucking just any old body doesn't even have to do with any love or anything like that but it's also like so soon after christmas where you know i just spent all this time and, and money thinking of a really dope Christmas gift. And then it's like a month and a half later, turn around, you got to go do the same thing again. And I realized that I have kind of that problem. My birthday being in early February, uh, whoever is my significant other has to think about those things, which I get is a pain, but my birthday isn't some sort of made up contrivance of a, of a, yeah. of a, 
just capitalist society. But uh, did you find any? Just, did you find any research on what the history of Valentine's Day is about? Yeah, it, it started in Rome or something, dude. But and then like it always <laughs> messes up the restaurants too. Like I remember me and the intern went to get sushi at this hole in the wall sushi place that we really liked. This was years back, and. It's like one of those small hole-in-the-wall spots. There's ne- Usually when we would go, we were like the only people in there or like four other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And we went one Valentine's Day night for dinner and it was fucking packed. I'm like, who are all these people? Like we went there so much where the owners knew us or, you know, like he would not see us. And, uh-huh. and we couldn't even get a spot. I mean, we waited, but it's just annoying. Right, right. You know? well, no. That's where the I, pressure yeah. comes in. People just need to like to go out to do something. Right. I mean, uh, it, it is. It's it, that's probably going to hurt a lot of restaurants this year. I mean, and, yeah. Um, I, obviously, takeout is still a thing, and places will get takeout, but it's been hurting all year round. There won't be that whole Valentine's Day rush crowd where all restaurants are basically packed on Valentine's Day weekend and shit like that. But um, maybe it, it can give. People, this is like a year for people to actually, you know, really be creative and come up with something. Talking to you, Kevin. Uh, I'm just kidding. But like, we think oh, we're of. Doing, hey, I like my idea. See, I'm an, no, an experienced no, type of person. Yeah. We're doing the, doing the belt line. I'm an experienced type of person. <laughs> like, But that's all affected now from Corona. So like the things I like to do or to give us gifts now are like, let's go do this or let's go do that. But you can't really do that as much nowadays you know what i mean no it's true you can't really or you run out of stuff and like and thinking about valentine's day just got me thinking about how we're so weird as people just um courting uh habits the things that we do seem really weird but it's really not that weird we have our weird things but every animal in the animal kingdom has some weird things about them so i I was just gonna like you know throw out a few examples of some different courting things that animals do well like painted turtles like the way that male painted turtles entice females sounds almost romantic actually the male faces the females stretches out his long claws and strums the side of her neck head and face and it's it's more kind of a massage this courtship gesture has been well documented since the days of charles darwin you know so that's like that's not as weird, but you know it's it seems pretty pretty cool, pretty nice. On the other side of the spectrum, the bed bug, you know how they mate, Ooh. Kevin? Yeah, they stab each other with their penis, and sometimes the one will stab other dude bed bed bugs, and then it will take the semen that's on that one and then stab a female with that one. So it's impregnating one with it's not even its own. All right, I had. I, I didn't realize that you knew so much about bed bugs and <laughs> their reproduction. Bed habits. bugs are god awful creatures. They are god awful creatures. I've dealt with them in my life before. It's not fun. Not a fun time to deal with bed bugs. But yeah, the the, the male bed bugs they basically just stab the woman in the abdomen and then yeah. and then implant their stuff and then leave the woman to die, which is kind of like wild in the animal kingdom because I feel like. The male animal, like after they have sex or whatever, they end up dying. Like yeah. uh, work, like worker right. honeybees when they like oh, leave yeah. off their seed in in the queen or whatever, they just die off. Or praying but, mantis, praying mantis as well. Yeah, it's all over. 
Um, some other like weird things like female moths release uh, a, a a pheromone that's almost like a, a perfume, and it's like as a gift to their 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 mating partner, which was pretty nice, and, and that resembles a lot of like what we do. And this kind of also, you can relate, I guess, slightly to the human uh, way that we get along. But like um, fireflies, so like how fireflies operate, like male fireflies will um, like shoot out their light and then other females in like a different tree will like put out their light and they like basically communicate that way. And some men will go over to the females after like they get the corresponding light thinking they're about to like you know get it in or whatever and then once they go over to that female the female eats them and then uses their body for sustenance as they then will find a mate or something like that and i was like that that's the same exact way you know women be out here freaking just chewing up men uh (laughs) i'm just totally kidding if anybody doesn't know that i'm kidding i would never never talk like that you know um in the insect kingdom is horrible it's like real life horror movies all this stuff that happens <laughs> it really there. is yeah it's the zombie ants that were like planting eggs inside of other plants and using bodies for sustenance it's just terrible yeah, yeah they're much 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 different animals than us not really talking about that as much but have you seen have you heard of the uh the sage grouse it's like a bird no, it's sage got like, grouse. Yeah, yeah, sage grouse. And uh, yeah, look it up. It's got it's a very beautiful looking bird. It's got some spiky tail feathers and this whole kind of it almost oh. looks like a, a a really cool. Um, Dude, it has straight up a sack on its chest. Yeah, yeah, it has that big white sack on its chest. Well, if you think that's crazy, when it is trying to attract a female, it fills up that whole sack with air and like a giant golden bulb thing like sticks out of it it's one of the craziest things i've ever seen (laughs) yeah it's a crazy it's a crazy thing they'll do that for hours and hours in in, in the same spot if they have success in the spot they'll go back to the same exact spot to courtship dance like the next year and stuff and i don't know do you think that this corresponds to to humans as much kevin but typically in the animal kingdom the more ornate animals or um, the, the more ornate, like, I guess, gender of animals, like peacocks and stuff or like most birds, the more flamboyant are the men because they're trying to you know, attract like the females. Like if you've seen a female uh, peacock, they're just like these brown little like whatever things. And it's the males that have the big ornate feathers and stuff like that. Now, do you think men put more on? For women as humans, or do you think women put more on for men? I would say females do in the traditional bird sense of ornate dressing. But I think really? as far as like the traditional dance goes, like a bird yeah. dance, I think dudes do with the like trying to be impressive with like being funny or athletic or something like that. Or really strong or stuff like that. But some yeah, guys yeah. will will put on some ornate some ornate. Oh, for know. sure. <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah, it, it's just interesting. Like, um, yeah, I just find it weird that we like have our different habits and stuff about how we pursue love and uh, another mate and stuff like that. But it, it, it pretty much like all animals do. So I feel less weird about it.
Uh, so happy Valentine's Day. Kevin, you were just telling me about this one story that I just thought was very ridiculous. It brought up a lot of emotions in me. Um, do you want to tell this tell the story? Or should I tell the story? Twenty year old Tennessee man fatally shot during YouTube prank robbery. Uh, <laughs> YouTuber Timothy Wilkes was shot on Friday evening after a prank involving one of his friends went wrong. Uh, Wilkes and his friend approached a group of people outside of a trampoline at Adventure Park, which you probably shouldn't even be at during COVID anyway. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's actually um, kind of weird. Why are you at a trampoline park in the middle of COVID? That seems like a bleeding yeah. ground, but I digress. I'll let you continue yeah. the story. Uh, they approached this group of people with butcher knives, uh, apparently filming a prank YouTube video or a YouTube video pranking a group of people by pretending to rob them. And one of the people did not realize this was a prank and pulled out a gun and shot youtuber to death yeah yeah i think i think (laughs) he got shot and died yeah but i i just don't know i don't the thing that just amazes me about this story is why would you think that people wouldn't like you're you're coming up to people that you don't know with butcher knives why what part of that is a good idea on any level on any level and it amazes me that you are like that anybody would be surprised when this is the result of what you're trying to do. I, I don't understand all because at the bottom of the article, it says the, these two morons uh, got felony charges for, I mean, we just talked about this, but they, they got felony charges for pretending to rob a bank or pretending to be bank robbers. But like, how could you think? It's like, like nobody's in on your joke. No one's right. having your fucking joke. Nobody knows what's going on. And it, 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 this is like a, a string of YouTube like types of videos that just piss me off. Like um, people that are like in a grocery store and will like fake like cough on somebody or like sneak oh, yeah. on somebody or like do so. Like, you know, what's not, I don't really find funny like at all. It's like people fucking with other people, especially in like, just situations that nobody would ever take it being a joking way. And this is the shit that all of them deserve. You get shot. If you come attacking people with butcher knives, nobody's in on the joke. Nobody knows what's going on. It's not fucking funny to them. And then you get shot for dumbass shit like this. And people watch these videos. And I, I just urge everybody to never watch these types of like, uh, I guess in quotes, like prank videos. Cause I don't know what type of fucking prank, that is where you have butcher knives going up looking like you're going to attack people that's not a prank like that's just not no. a prank that's not anything that's it's idiotic it's some sort of fear that i don't i don't know i don't know what that is but it's stupid well now that person's dead and also the other people have felony charges like that's crazy all for like a youtube video. although i guess i mean some of these youtube people are real rich i guess that's the gamble but yeah 
I don't know. That shit just pisses me off. Like fucking with other people and like very like getting into people's personal space and shit like that just to be like, oh no, dude, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Like, no, no, fuck out of yeah. here with that shit. Like yeah. Yeah. no one has time for your fucking games out here in public. The real shit going on. Um now I guess we can go off of that. And there's a couple other news stories. I wanted to talk with you about Kevin. Kevin, did you see the the Gorilla Glue Woman? The Gorilla I just Glue heard about, Hair Woman. Did you just heard about that? Just heard about today in our third group. Oh I wow! Heard about it previously. Oh my god! It's been a it's been a big thing on the interwebs for for a couple of days now. For anybody that also doesn't know, like Kevin, um, a woman posted a video where she thought she was using like some sort of hair product. Um, in her hair for like it to be able to stay or something she ended up using gorilla glue and her hair is locked into place it's got a very fine sheen on it for sure but it is locked she can't move it she couldn't do anything she was freaking out and um of course everybody had to comment it on the internet like talking about how dumb she was apparently she missed mistook the bottle for being a different bottle. I don't really know how you can do that. They, the Gorilla Glue bottles, it's pretty like on it. There's a big gorilla. It says Gorilla Glue on every fucking bottle. But uh, yeah, that happened to her. And apparently some people do use like glue. Like I've heard of like back in the day, like punk rockers using glue to spike their hair to make it like lock in to place. Like when you get like a spiked mohawk or stuff like that. But, I uh, did wonder about that because sometimes those mohawks get really tall. But I always thought it was some sort of specialty like hair product, you know. I, I think it's supposed to be, but I guess the easier solution is uh, like hawk. Yeah, like hawk in Cobra Kai. He probably uses glue. Yeah, I, I don't know what your what the reference is. I, I watched the first season of Cobra Kai, but I did have well, I haven't watched you, any of the other. So you definitely know who Hawk is. Then he's like one of the. Oh yeah, the, the kid with the mohawk. Yeah, never. Mind. <laughs> I, I didn't really, I didn't really remember any of the names. The names didn't uh, didn't stick with me apparently. Uh, God, from the watch, it's so good. Um, but yeah, like people were really worried about her. I, I know, like I think Beyonce's hairstylist came out and be like, "We need to help support this woman." And everything going through, like if she needs a wig or like some extra hair, like I don't know, all sorts of stuff. It, it, it's crazy. Like it, it is like if you ended up using hair product, what you thought was hair product, and then super glue in your hair, that's probably a terrifying experience. But she did have successful surgery today. Like I think it was just today, she had surgery and was able to get all the glue removed from her hair. But still got to keep her hair because I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, that shit's definitely gonna have to like come off." Like, that was the first thing I assumed was like, yeah. "You're gonna have to remove it's all just that. all of that." But now she was able to keep it, and um, they probably used more chemicals than whatever's in Gorilla Glue to get it off her hair. But at least she's yeah. got it off her hair. But that shit was yeah, that was all over the internet this past week. I do wonder how they do that, like how they get it out without damaging the hair. That is interesting to me. Yeah. They have to extract it in some way from your fucking head. Yeah, it's but, definitely uh, chemicals. Lots of chemicals is, is what I'm uh, assuming is needed. Um, another news story I thought was interesting that I want to talk to you about, Kevin. Um, 
scientists have finally, and I don't know why you said finally, because I don't know if anybody knew that this was a goal for scientists, but scientists have made spinach be able to send emails. Can you believe that, Kevin? What does uh, this mean? <laughs> uh, engineers at MIT in the USA, obviously, have transformed spinach into sensors capable of detecting explosive materials. Um, basically, the plants are able to wirelessly relay the information back to the scientists. So when the spinach roots detect the presence of a, like nitro aromatics, they say, in groundwater, um, a, they, basically the plant emits a signal um that's just like naturally happens but then they have sensors that can read the signal and send an email to scientists to know if there's any weird stuff happening in the groundwater and they're trying to use this technology um basically you know to find if there's any shitty stuff in groundwater or i mean there's all a billion different changes happening with climate science and this could be you know, could be beneficial to that. Or they're making smart spinach that will one day rise up and kill us all. I don't know. Great. See you then. This seems like <laughs> nothing's going to come of this. But you know, but I am excited because this year, speaking of spinach, we're going to, I'm going to do a big, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a fucking giant garden this year. I've decided. I'm a little worried though, because, uh, you know, like the soil is different here and everything. And if you're like creating the, your own you're gonna have to get your own soil oh yeah well i do but like but still because they have like the clay here you know like the georgia clay. Right. So, right, right. so i'm interesting i'm interested to see how it'll like grow in because in maryland i don't know out where my parents so we had great it was so fertile you know fertile <laughs> land right, right. it's it's not as well, fertile down there in the south i don't know i, I know i just don't know I, I i'm not used to it we do get a lot of rain here it seems like uh right. but do you have a place for for a garden, like you might have to like literally build a garden box. And, there's one already uh, built. Oh, there's one already built. Oh, just fill that yeah. sucker with a bunch of dirt, dude. You'll be cool. I am, but I'm gonna expand off it too. And I am uh, also worried about there's way more critters here, right? Because there's like more wild animals and bugs. So like, that's yeah, you're probably gonna have to get some netting. Um, probably some jaguar urine. Jaguar urine's good. Keeps away the yeah. Deer. I, I'm gonna get a. They legitimately sell that in gardening places. I, I I was shocked when I saw that the first time in my life. I don't want big cat urine, but I do <laughs> want like some sort of other aggressive animal urine. There's uh, I a mean, cat, big cat, there's I don't a, know what you're gonna find that's better than big cat urine, dude. Deer will be out of there if they smell some dude, big big cat. There is a wild cat in our neighborhood, like a outdoor cat. And uh, it is just dropping logs all over our backyard. And it is disgusting, <laughs> dude. Like, cat shit is heinous. Yeah. And like, you know, and you don't have a do fence a good... in your backyard, right? No, we do. We do. I oh, mean, cats know. can jump over fucking anything. But, like, because we do it, like, we are diligent with. I still go outside with dog poop bags. There's no dog poop in my backyard. So when I see, like, a strange log, I know right. it's cat shit. And the dogs <laughs> go after it. Yeah. yeah, it's really gross. You're gonna, I, definitely going to want some netting for that <laughs> for that garden. <laughs> I love cats, but it's like me and the intro were talking about it the other night. It's like when 
like other people are showing you pictures of their dog. Like I love my dogs. I love my dogs more than anything. No one loves my dogs. Like no one gives a shit about my dog. Like I, I mean, that's you know? not true. Uh, my my girlfriend will look at a picture or video of any dog doing anything ever. She loves it. Yeah, but if but I mean, I, I think that's 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 true for most people though. Like I don't, kids too. I don't I don't care about your dog. I don't really care about your kids. I don't really care about right. Them. Occasionally it's funny or like whatever, but like I don't need to see that shit like every day. Um, I'm just saying, if I had a cat and it was like roaming around my backyard, I wouldn't mind as much. But it's like a, a strange cat that's just shitting in my backyard. Yeah. It's cause it's being a nuisance. Also, I like domesticated home cats or whatever. Even a cat that like has some outdoor time and stuff. But feral cats—it sounds like what you got there. Feral cats are crazy. Those are menaces. Yeah. Those things are well, wild. cats. Cats are the most annoying things too because I don't want the dogs to see the cat because I'll see it in the backyard every once in a while. And then cats, like their dumbasses, just will like. St- like be they just go still and stare like, yeah, yeah run away like get away like, like get out know. of here just, like stare i mean sometimes if you make you gotta make like a a, a rattling noise of some sort it'll freak them out um although i don't know if that's what you want to do but um no you're you're gonna need to do some research on like the different yeah. types of bugs in your areas and like that that shit's coming up soon you, you need to start researching that uh because down there i'm I'm thinking that you'll be able to like plant some stuff by like next month, and you want to yeah, get that it'll be warm in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely have your last frost soon. So you want to get on that show? I'm not going to grow anything sweet. I've decided because I feel like that's going to really attract the. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot of squirrels around here too. Oh really? I mean, that's everywhere. But that one's like, oh really? There's squirrels there. There's squirrels everywhere. Um, what, what do you mean sweet? Like, like watermelon. Because like when uh, I do my last garden, I did the the tomato plants next to the watermelon plants, uh, or no the uh, no no I did uh, cucumbers and and watermelon right next to each other, uh-huh. and they just turned into an ultra vine plant. But the squirrels or yeah, whatever animals are vine plants. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Vine well, they say to grow them together because they you know, but they're creepy vine plants. Are oh, creepy, right. but the critters got into most of the watermelons. I think we only had one or two good watermelons. Do you have good netting? So. No, I just kind of let them let them go. I would have to every day. I would have to go outside and like pull the vines off the fence, oh, and wow. then every every day they would be back out like rolled up. Like you vines need are creeping or fencing, dude. That's what you really need. That's the only thing that's going to keep critters out. That was my first garden. I didn't know what I was doing. I still even like like the only thing that you're going to like grow that nothing's going to eat are like peppers. Like nothing really eats yeah. peppers, but everything I'm doing else peppers on the perim. I'm doing, uh, and uh, oh, you think that's going to keep them away from like moving in one plant more? Oh, my, my late father in law also to, keep, to get rid of deer, although we don't really have a lot of deer around here, but uh-huh. uh, but do I think it was marigolds around because they don't like marigolds. Marigolds, I didn't know that. I used to love I think it was marigolds, marigolds when I was growing up. I don't know why, but I just loved marigolds when I was a kid. I just don't like bugs, dude. You know, like I. I fucking hate bugs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know many people that you know love bugs. Um, they're not great because we have an exterminator. Like, I wonder what the how close an exterminator could be shooting all that chemicals near the garden. Um, I don't think it's chemicals. the outside. I think he's uh he's just spraying jaguar piss, dude. Yeah, probably that makes sense actually.
All right, Kevin. Um, like I did last week, I'm going to do it again this week, and I'm going to give everybody a little, you know, black history r- rundown of something that I just thought was interesting. And I thought that this was pretty timely because one of the founding members just passed away this past Monday at the age of 76. Mary Wilson, one of the co-founders of the Supremes, passed away suddenly this past Monday. And I know a lot of people, when they just think about uh, the Supremes, they just think of Diana Ross. Yeah. And obviously all the music, but I mean, everybody, the other females in uh, the Supremes and the many different iterations of the Supremes were very awesome, powerful women. Many, uh, some of which, or most of which, Mary Wilson was one of those ladies um, doing a lot of activist work, especially in her later years. She um, she was a big advocate for older musicians, especially like groups back in like the 50s and 60s. Like uh, a lot of people started touring as some of these famous groups um, without having any of the members in them. So she was like really big on making sure that if there was going to be some sort of group touring, that they still had to have an actual member in the band and that and make sure that just older groups and older musicians weren't being taken advantage of and having their names used and people profiting off of that, which is really cool and her. But I, I feel like the Supremes in general, though, were just absolutely, for their time, one of, if not the biggest bands. And I don't know if people today really realize that especially like kids our age but they just had jam after jam after jam come see about me baby love uh you can't hurry love stop in the name of love a lot of love stuff you keep hanging on like jams were like songs that people to this day know every fucking word of and has just been in the consciousness for 50 years at this point now yeah. and they were just so huge and i don't think they get the recognition uh, that they really they they should get and they were just an awesome awesome group and take some time out if you're not super familiar with the supremes if you haven't um gone down listening to a little uh a little back in my arms again or a love is here and now you're gone give yourself a little opportunity to get into that because this is one of the best groups of musicians america's ever produced three strong black ladies who um who 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 started very young in the game and it, it, and were all pioneers in their own right so just wanted to give a little love to the supremes here black history month one of the greatest groups of all time. And I thought it was poignant, um, seeing as Mary Wilson just passed away. Rest in peace. That is a... No, R.I.P. At the age of 76, too. Um, so... That's not that old. No, no. And there's like a... There's a picture on this one website uh, of her singing back in 2019 at um, this one award show. And she looks really good for... I guess at the time she would have been... 74 she looks she looks pretty solid now she was living superstar years though you know what i mean like that that's a type of different type of living than how she probably had like a pretty in, intense 
decade probably of like party years you know that can i mean yeah yeah definitely but i'm saying she looks good though (laughs) no no yeah i'm saying that that she looks well withered or haggard i don't mean that i just mean party plus like the time that like they were coming up they're like black women in like the 60s so i I, like i guess there was a lot of partying going on i don't know if it was the same type of party for sure it was dude it was probably more intense back then that was when there's not social media you could have fun and no one's gonna know about it afterwards and this i'm looking at this that's true i don't know that's very interesting we should get somebody on here who knows a lot about the time it's like are people more debaucherous like i feel like because they definitely were dude but everybody is like, oh, the, the good old days. And back in the day, like, you never – and, like, people – dudes are just, like, wearing suits and hats everywhere. And women are just wearing dresses everywhere. But I guess people were still, like, really getting after it. But we never really look at oh, those yeah. times of people getting after it the way that we do it now. And I feel like – because now maybe it's more out in the open, yeah. I guess. It's not – Everything's more sloppy now. Yeah, it's sloppy. Well, I mean, there's – like we were talking about with Britney Spears and stuff, there's like literally like news outlets and and, uh, and social media that is keeping track of these people's every movement wherever they go, anything that they do, um, which just yeah. was not a thing back then. So I guess you could you know get a get some sauce and and I don't know have a have a good time. Looking at this Wikipedia, though, it's crazy how quickly they became international hit international hits. It was only yeah. like three years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they were probably one of the biggest bands, if not the biggest band in the world, at, at like the, the the height of their powers. I mean, and that's why their songs are still like very much in uh, the culture today. While you, you were just singing one of their songs, too. Like why we even know that shit? Like, and, uh, but I just don't think people have a, a true grasp unless you were around at that time to understand that how popular they were they were the drake of 1969 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um but yeah so that's a black history moment now before we get out of here because we're coming to a close for this week it's been another fun week as always um kevin and i are going to hit you with our recommendations and for those that don't know recommendations is just a time where me and kevin pick something that we're really interested in and have been enjoying and suggest it to y'all could be anything anything at all so kevin what's your recommendation for this week well quick i'm gonna uh do the other half of my th- recommendation from last week which was last week i th- recommended the movie the little things starring uh denzel washington and uh remy malik and oh jared leto i hadn't watched it yet mm-hmm. but me and the intern watched it um i'd give it i'd give it like a C plus B minus range. And you're being Not, generous with that too. It could probably be a being, B minus. It sounds like it could be a B minus. Or it could be like a, a C minus. It could be like a C minus. It, it was long and it like wasn't, it didn't end up being that, in my opinion, it was, I didn't think it was that good. I, it well, wasn't I, great. And I was pretty disappointed by it. I, for one, like can't take Remy Malik. And just being like a normal person, seriously. I don't think he can act normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, I, I've just seen the clips of that, and he's like acting as if, because I guess he's some sort of uh, police officer or something. Yeah, but like, just, 
he just he just comes off like creepy and like everything that he does and just like uh, like ominous and i don't like i don't eyes or something. yeah some because because i was i was just hearing somebody talk about this movie earlier today and they were just saying how disappointed in the movie were because they were like oh i love denzel i love remy malik and then i saw this and it wasn't that great they said they yeah. their suggestion was they thought that if the role that Remy Malik was playing and the role that Jared Leto was playing, if they switched roles, it would have been a better movie. How do you feel about that? Uh, I I think I, I understand where they're coming from with that, but I think it was like just the overall story wasn't that, or the, I think this overall story was like the, the story itself was good, but maybe the execution of it, it was way too long. It, it was like too long and it wasn't How that was gripping. It? it was like over two hours. Yeah. I'm out like, if a movie, I love. I get real, real like, uh, just, just uh, antsy after an hour and a half. Oh yeah, I well, get see, antsy I like, like um, after thirty minutes actually. But like, I'm I'm really antsy after like an hour and a half. This is like usually this is like my by far probably my favorite genre of movie like the mur- like the thriller murder thriller like um prisoners with uh, uh with uh, Wolverine. Or um, Night Stalker with uh, uh, Gyllenhaal, like that, those types of movies. Uh-huh. And those they're usually around. Uh, Zodiac was really great, you know. Obviously, <laughs> it, was uh, okay. it was okay. That, um, talk about a movie that was too long, but whatever. I think I think that I honestly I think that the reason I was so disappointed and it's the same as what that person was saying too. Like I was really. I mean, the trailer was great. I was expecting yeah, a lot of I, I, and Denzel. I'm disappointed in everything I've heard about it because I saw that trailer. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. I this yeah. is right up my alley. I still haven't watched it. Now I'm I'm probably less inclined to. Yeah, it was one of those movies where, like, the whole time I'm like convincing myself that it's good, and I'm like, God, it's not. If you have to do that, you know, like, yeah. I'm already in my head too much about it. Right, right. The, if, if a movie has, if you have to do that for a movie. And let instead of the movie just doing it on its own. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just oh, it was a it was like good. It was okay uh-huh. to good, but right. for a Denzel Remy Malik with that type of trailer and Jared Leto, I uh-huh. thought it was going to be maybe that's all. What well, my I was, my expectations were too high. I don't know. Yeah, no, they weren't. That movie was not that great. It was, it wasn't that great. <laughs> that's super disappointing to hear. I'll probably watch a different movie tonight. Um, Thank you for your recommendation, Kevin. Oh, wait, um, wait. My real recommendation, though, yeah, real that quick. That was a follow-up to the one last That one. was a follow-up. Uh, I was going to give a different... But this is my new recommendation. Modern Family is on Hulu right now. The whole <laughs> series. And we started rewatch or binging it because I, I never watched past season three, I found out. Oh, really? This show, this show is so good. And, you know, we're only, like, in the beginning because we're starting from the beginning. But, like... This show is hilarious. I've had several laugh out loud moments. Yeah, I mean it's been hilarious. Like I feel like Modern Family is has been a known hilarious show for quite some time now. Yeah, um, I guess because I didn't I mean, have cable. I, I don't. Or no, it's not even on cable, is it? But I don't. What it? Yeah, no, they they play that shit on USA like on repeat, like all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that from it's when I show. had cable, which was several years ago at this point. Or and actually, yeah, I guess like three or four years ago at this point and they were still playing uh <laughs> they're still playing modern family all the time then but yeah it's a great show it's super funny it, it. it's really good i like all the actors i like the characters that they play I, I, it's a it's a great show yeah 
Shout out, Modern Family. All right, that's I, it. I, I back that recommendation. Um, my recommendation this week is um, for any puzzlers out there. And I, I, I never grew up as a big puzzle person. My girlfriend did, though. And um, I've, we've had some good times doing some puzzles together. I, I get down with the whole puzzle thing. Um, well, for this past Christmas, I got her a puzzle mat. So this is like a roll-up mat. Oh. It rolls out and like rolls back up. And you can do your puzzle just on it. And even if you're not done, if you have animals or like any like cats or something that might play with pieces if you give up or anything, you literally just roll this thing up, tie it off, and it keeps your puzzle perfectly in place. And then Whoa. when you pull it back out, everything's right back on. It's all the pieces are locked together. Nothing's like off astray. It is one of the best investments we yeah, have ever. Where did you get this? Um, I just got one offline. They're like a very popular thing uh, online cool. now. I got mine off of Etsy, but um, I got to get one for my grandma because she loves puzzles and yeah, it, it's perfect. Like it, it's almost like just a really big mouse pad. So like the bottom the of it. Uh, just like a puzzle mat. Just look up a puzzle mat. A puzzle mat. Okay. Yeah. So like the bottom is like kind of that sticky black um, uh, material. And the top is like a smoother felt like material. Oh. And that smoother side is when is that's like where you put your puzzle pieces on. So it's still slide aroundable like a table and everything. It's very easy to move. But that sticky part, when you roll it up, it just like locks all those pieces into place and you can tie it it's got a little bag that you can carry it around and stuff and when you roll it back out all the everything's in place and it's one of the coolest yeah, does it work inventions. oh yeah we're, we we tried it the first time uh about a week and a half ago and it worked like we were both like skeptical we were like all right, right let's see how this goes and we rolled it up uh, we did something, whatever. We came back to it and rolled it back out, and everything like we had like done the whole border, but we hadn't had anything else that we did on it. And we rolled it up and we rolled it back out. The whole border is right in place. All the other pieces are off, and everything, and it's perfect. It's awesome. It's the coolest. Does yours have, does yours have this inflatable piece on it? Um, yeah, there's like uh, there can be yeah that little inflatable piece. That's also what you put. To like kind of roll the whole mat around basically. right right right. All right i just want to make sure i get the right one because i'm gonna definitely get one of these for my yeah, yeah. It's a great no it, it's really cool i don't yeah don't don't get a cheap felt one because there are there there's some imposter ones out there oh, my shoot. girlfriend bought a puzzle mat off of uh well she got it for like through facebook marketplace or whatever and it was basically just an inflatable thing with a felt mat it was not anything of the quality that i ended up getting i don't know if that thing would even work but you definitely right. want to get a good one um there's a lot of good ones out there though so i don't think that'll be too hard um oh, yeah sweet yeah, that's a great thing yeah yeah get that for your grandma i'm sure she loves it if she's a puzzle person she'll like it for sure yeah um but yeah so that's our recommendations, and that's our show for the week it's been another fun week talking to everybody out there please suggest us any of your friends, family, or loved ones. We really appreciate that. Um, Kevin, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, say to the people before we get out of here this week? God bless. Oh my God. All right. Well, that's Kevin O'Connor. I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Threadlands Podcast. Threadlands. Threadlands.